Episode 51, rounding third of the baseball podcast. Going to talk about the all-star lineups, get James' uh, reaction here, get my reaction to the newly released full all-star starters and reserves. Plus, we got a Cardinals-Dodgers series coming up, which maybe we'll talk about a little wager we'll get going on. Plus, some of our typical staples of this Monday episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, rounding third podcast, and Twitter, rounding third now, episode 51. Let's go. Today, today. I consider, I consider myself, myself the, luckiest the luckiest man, man on the face, on the of, the face of the earth. All right, James, it's a big week in baseball, the All-Star break. Uh, the All-Star game is eight days away. Home Run Derby is just a week from today. We've got the full lineups, lots to discuss. But first of all, just how you doing this Monday? I mean, it's a good Monday. Very exciting times. Uh, you know, baseball, we saw some great baseball over the weekend. Getting treated to some very exciting series. You kind of teased it a little bit, but a uh, big-time matchup for us this week and. I love I love the All Star break, you know. We'll get into it, but like you're halfway through, you get a good glance of teams, get the pageantry. I mean, Dodger Stadium. Not sure it gets better. I mean, what it, it's a great time for baseball, Max, and we are uh, here to catch it all. Episode fifty one. Yeah, lots of good festivities. Uh, I mean, home run derby's in a week. So far, as we are recording this, I think there are only two confirmed participants: Pete Alonso going for repeat and Ronald Acuna making an appearance which I'm excited to see lots of other names floating around I've seen Stanton uh, Vladdy Bogarts Buster only teased that he thinks it's going to be a pretty star-studded event which so far it looks like it I'd like to see Otani back in there too um, but home run derby is always a classic yeah what I feel like home run derby may be one of the most watched baseball events or games of the year just for even like casuals because it's just awesome just crushing balls like, and pete alonzo like the king i mean he's gonna certainly have the best odds going for a three peat and i almost feel like you have to bet him he just has a different mindset going into it like i remember last year so many of the guys are doing it for fun just kind of you know swinging as hard as i can and he is like totally locked in and dialed and he ran away with it i think he beat trey mancini in the finals last year I mean, the thing is, he's been like, you know, getting a third of his contract money from winning this stuff. So for him, this is like a big day, big payday for him. It's Bobby Bonilla day, true, Pete true. Alonso day. Well, the home run derby's on Monday, All Star game on Tuesday. We have the full rosters, which came out. I, who knows? I think over the weekend, something like that. Um, James, I'm just gonna go ahead and read the entire. Let's I'll go, we'll go National League first, talk about it. Go American League, talk about it. I'm Give me the home here. team. Give me the home team. Here we go. National League starters. These are the starters. Shortstop. And we don't know the pitchers. We don't know the starting pitchers yet. But in the field, starting, shortstop, Dodger native, Trey Turner. First base, Paul Goldschmidt. Second base, Jazz Chisholm, which... He will likely not play because he's on the injured list. Jeff McNeil will likely take his spot. But Jazz Chisholm, second base, 
Manny Machado, third base, and catcher easy pick. Going to be a big trade uh, target, uh, Wilson Contreras. In the outfield, number one vote getter for the National League, Ronald Acuna Jr. He'll be joined by another Dodger, Mookie Betts, and Jock Peterson gets the nod in the starting rotation, our starting lineup. How about James? First reaction to the starting lineup. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I, I love the All-Star game just because you get, like, that lineup's crazy. Like, just one through nine. But, I mean, I love it. Look, Mookie Betts is there. Trey Turner is there. Obviously, I like it. I think Acuna, number one vote-getter, questionable. And, by the way, Jeff McNeil. I mean, look, Max, like, in my Bro, you had him as an outfielder. I know, but he's in the All-Star game. That's all I'm saying. Super utility Fair McNeil. Enough. And DH is also Bryce Harper. And but, he he's not going to play either, obviously. Yeah, he won't play. Uh, and so he'll probably be – well, we'll we'll get to the reserves. But, yeah, he is obviously on the aisle too. A lot of these guys are on the aisle. It's a fun lineup though. I mean, I feel like a lot of these were predicted. You know, Goldie and Machado had to get it. Um, but pretty exciting lineup. Yeah, how about reserves? So going down the replacements, guys coming off the bench – so no, not pitchers here, just reserves. First baseman Pete Alonzo from the Mets, Nolan Arenado from the Cardinals, William Contreras, Wilson Contreras' brother, who will likely start ahead of Bryce Harper, which means William and Wilson Contreras will both start for the National League All-Star team. CJ Crone from the Rockies, Darno from the Braves, Ian Happ from the Cubs, Starling Marte and Jeff McNeil, both from the Mets. Albert gets the legendary pick from the Cardinals. Kyle Schwarber for the Phillies. Juan Soto is the sole pick for the Nationals. And Dansby Swanson, who I personally think should have started over Trey Turner. Dansby Swanson wraps out the reserves from the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, I think Dansby starts if it's not in Los Angeles, and that's okay. But that reserve list, I mean... And not too much controversy. They're pretty awesome for the Contreras, like, family. Just two starting all-stars in the MLB. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, so, I mean, there are two Cardinals there counting the uh, legend pick of Albert. That's three total Cardinals position players. We'll get to pitchers. Uh, there's three Mets on that reserve list. Lots of good names, though. I think C.J. Crone. Um, yeah, CJ Crone is the only selection for the Rockies. Juan Soto is the only selection for the Nationals. Uh, and of course, every team in the MLB All-Star game gets at least one selection, which I guess is a little unique compared to other. Um, I, by the way, I, we'll be talking about this uh, later in the wrap up because I do not. I don't know. It's an interesting thing. You get some crazy things. And one thing I have to touch on before we move on, though, I mean, and we'll get into talk about snubs uh, later too, but Travis Day or Renee should not be in this game, uh, not on this team. It's pretty Travis Darno. Yeah, sorry, Day or Renee. Uh, Travis Darno, <laughs> pretty big snub piece. Will Smith, uh, I mean, the stats show Will Smith was better than him in objectively most offensive stats and ranked first as an catcher in most. Let's wrap up the pitchers, and then we'll get into uh, discussing it a little more. Pitchers for the National League, Sandy Alcantara, 
from the Marlins, David Bednar from the Pirates, the Pirates only pick, having a great season. Uh, Corbin Burns reigning NL Cy Young from the Brewers, the only Brewer to get picked. Luis Castillo from the Reds, the only Cincinnati player. Edwin Diaz from the Mets, arguably the best closer in baseball right now. Max Fried, Tony Gonsolin, Josh Hader, Ryan Helsley from the Cardinals. Clayton Kershaw gets the nod. Joe Mantiply from the Arizona Diamondbacks, the Diamondbacks' only selection, having a good uh, release season. And Joe Musgrove, uh, who is also – no, he's not on the IL anymore. But pretty pretty star-studded pitcher cast right there. Obviously, you know, not everybody's going to actually play because, you know, some people have starts right before. You only have nine innings. But pretty star-studded lineup there. Yeah, I mean, not a lot – to complain about there, especially as Dodgers, Gonsolin, Kershaw get the nod. Uh, I just wanted to say you said uh, Corbin Burns was the only brewer, but Josh Hader will also be there. You are so, correct. So just want to put that in there. A couple brewers there. But, yeah, I mean, if you could actually march four of those guys out, uh, you know, as your rotation, it's disgusting. Yeah, I mean – I, I hate talking about this, but let's talk about potential snubs here from the National League All-Star team. I think Will Smith is a big one that you touched on. I think he's just better than Travis Darnot. I mean, I think he might. I mean, Wilson Contreras is great, but Will Smith is an incredible catcher. I think Zach Wheeler from the Phillies deserved a nod. Um, but the thing is, I hate talking about snubs because, look, there are only so many spots. There can only be so many guys that actually make the team that it's inevitable that some guy who might be deserving of a spot doesn't make it. And that's just, that's just how it is. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. We could kick Travis Darno off, get Will Smith in there. But from a pitching perspective, it's like, if you have a snub, who are you going to kick here? It's like, I like Zach Wheeler, but who, who do I think here? He deserves a spot over. Obviously there are certain constraints, like each team needs somebody on there. So you have, Bednar and Mantiply, obviously they're relief pitchers, but still, I mean, yeah, Wheeler deserved it, maybe, but I, that's I just how it works. Think, there are only so many spots. I think Rodon deserved it as well. Uh, For sure. Probably could have been a nod there, and I think it all kind of gets back to this. Every team has to have one rule, which I get it. It's good to kind of keep markets active in the game, but sometimes you just get some interesting picks where their hands are a little tied. You ready for the American League now? Let's hear it. All right. American League starters. We'll start there again. In the infield, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at first. Jose Altuve at second base. Rafael Devers at third base, barely beating Jose Ramirez. Shortstop, Tim Anderson. Somewhat questionable pick there. Uh, And then the catcher is Alejandro Kirk. D.H., Shohei Otani beats out Jordan Alvarez for the starting spot. Jordan is on the IL and likely won't play anyway, but maybe a snub there. How about we go outfield? Aaron Judge, top vote getter in the American League. Mike Trout and Giancarlo Stanton starting in the outfield for the American League. He's played he's played there a lot this year. You know, usually he's thought of as more of a DH. James, initial reaction to the American League starting lineup. Yeah, I think there's a couple spots where you can look at and, you know, be a little surprised. But I actually really like the team they put together. Just talking about kind of a show. I mean, Stanton and Judge and Trout, like that's a ridiculous outfield, you know, and it's going to be fun swinging away. Dodger Stadium. I I like the lineup. 
it's a good lineup. I like what you said about the show. I mean, right? Stanton, Judge, Trout, Tim Anderson, Vladdy. I mean, it's loaded. Um, I, I, I was, I was a Ty France guy. Uh, I wanted him to start at first, which he was a finalist to start at first. And I mean, we'll get to the reserves, but he didn't even make the team, which I think is ridiculous. Um, but I mean, yeah, good lineup overall. I think Xander Bogarts probably should have started over Tim Anderson based on this year's performance. But Tim Anderson's a stud when he's been on the field this year. He's been electric and he's definitely you know, deserving of a spot. I just, I would have given the nod to Xander. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where, again, I think the fan voting is one aspect that may be flawed. It's like super fun, but you get some things where it's like, well, that's kind of not right. As you said, I think like maybe the biggest snub out there, Ty France not making the all-star team, pretty ridiculous as what he's done. What he has done and the Mariners recently had a great season. Again, you don't want to talk about snubs too much, but that one's pretty egregious. How about the the reserves here, and then we'll break it all down. We'll do the pitchers, too. Jordan Alvarez does make it as a backup DH. Luis Arise is the backup first baseman taking the spot from Ty France. Somewhat questionable because he's played all over the place, second base, third base, but he has spent time at first base, so he gets the nod there from the Twins. Andrew Benatendi is the sole all-star from the Kansas City Royals. He's likely going to get dealt before the deadline. Xander Bogarts, like I said. Byron Buxton in the outfield. Miguel Cabrera from the Tigers is the honorary uh, honorary selection by Rob Manfred. Andreas Jimenez and Jose Ramirez from the Guardians both make the team. Julio Rodriguez, the 21-year-old phenom, makes the team from the Mariners totally deserving of spot George Springer, Jose Trevino and Kyle Tucker wrap out the reserves pretty good overall. I mean, like I said, Ty Franz, he should be there. Uh, I mean, he was a finalist for the starting spot and then didn't even make the reserves big time snub there. Obviously some of these guys won't play. So replacements will come in, but again, good lineup. I mean, these guys are all stars. Yeah. And, Again, the show, I love J-Rod making the team. I mean, that's electric to hit that as a rookie. Very deserving. I hope that they pit him in, and I'm sure they will. You know, at least a couple innings. Uh, There's some names that you missed there, but you also look at that squad, and it's going to be such a fun game. Yeah, I think Corey Seager could have got an argument, too. I mean, he just won American League Player of the Week. He's been on fire. Um I mean, there are always snubs. I mean, you're always going to find guys. I think Ty France is an obvious one. Um, But what can you do? Let's talk pitchers real quick, and then we'll look at the whole team. From the Oakland Athletics, their sole pick, Paul Blackburn, gets a selection, having a good year. Emmanuel Classe from the Guardians. Garrett Cole, Nestor Cortez, and Clay Holmes, all from the Yankees, get the nod, all deserving. Uh, Alec Manoa from the Blue Jays. Jorge Lopez from the Orioles the Orioles only selection Shane McClanahan from the Rays gets the nod. Also the only Tampa Bay Ray in the lineup, but Shane McClanahan, you know, maybe AL Cy Young favorite Shohei Otani makes it as both a DH and a pitcher. Uh, Otani might end up starting just because of how electric it is. Martin Perez from the Rangers. Well, deserving of it. Gregory Soto, the only tiger other than Miguel Cabrera to make it. And then Framber Valdez and 
coming off Tommy John surgery, Justin Verlander from the Houston Astros also gets selected. That is the whole American League roster. What a roster that is. I mean, there's a lot of pitchers that I'm really happy to see there. As you said, Martin Perez, very, very deserving. Uh, he's had excellent numbers. Uh, Framler Valdez, as much as I hate the Astros, uh, I think it's good to get him some recognition. Uh, and then Shohei Otani, the back-to-back years, making it as both a DH and a pitcher. And that has never been done before. Again, I mean, pretty much every time Otani does anything, it's never been done before. Just again, we have to almost sit back and admire this. You just wish you could get it in the playoffs. Yeah. I think Dylan Cease, uh, he deserved a spot. Uh, he has the second highest strikeout rate in baseball. I also forgot to say this for the National League. My boy Tommy Edmond deserves a spot. He's got a top five war in baseball. I wish he got in there. But American League, um, I think it looks great overall. I mean, the lineup is stacked, obviously. The pitchers look great. Um, I mean, now looking at both rosters, James, do you give an edge to one team over another? I mean, from a pitching point, do you give an edge? From a batting standpoint, do you give a team an edge? You know, it's hard to because everyone is so good that – I mean, the margins are still so slim. I mean, you obviously have much more power coming out of the American League lineup. I don't think that matters. The National League still has guys that are going to rock it. So, uh, you know, I think pitching, it's it's about even. Because, again, the National League could just pitch Sandy Alcantara, and that's the all-star game. (laughs) He could just pitch nine. Uh, Obviously, they won't. American League, a lot of great arms there. So I think it's going to be an explosive matchup, and, Anyone can take this home. Yeah, I mean, the lineup is electric. We'll see what the replacements come in. I'm sure a lot of the guys we mentioned end up getting in there in one way or another. But it'll be fun to see who pitches. And, I mean, the All-Star game is always fun. So I really like the rosters. There are obviously snubs. There are always going to be snubs. But overall, I'm you know very satisfied. I think both these lineups are loaded. And come Tuesday night, it should be really fun. Yeah, it's going to be a star-studded affair. We'll be excited to cover it. Uh, we will have a whole episode kind of recapping the All-Star Weekend. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Moving on, before we get to the All-Star break, unless you had anything else to say about that, James, um, for the first time this year, Cardinals, Dodgers, are two uh, rooting interests, go head-to-head in St. Louis, Big series, obviously, for many reasons. Um, how do you feel going in as James? Because personally, I'll give you my opinion. I am, you know, not very optimistic at all. I think the Dodgers are going to run us over. Um, we aren't looking good as of late. We have been getting killed by the NL East teams. And so now with the Dodgers who are on a like a seven-game win streak right now, just absolutely killing everybody they play. I'm very worried. Yeah, I have the exact opposite reaction as that. I think you nailed it on the head, though. I'm like, the Dodgers are smoking hot right now. The Cardinals are not playing some of their best baseball, and it's just not going to work. This is not a lineup that you can march some of those relief pitchers out, you know, and just let them go to town because it will be a home run derby in LA. You know, it. I don't know. I feel good, Max. I just think you should. 
in the pitch it's a four game series. As the, in the pitch and matchups too, LA has some pitchers that are absolutely on fire, uh, borderline unhittable. So I'm feeling nice. Yeah, pitching matchups Tuesday we have Mitch White versus Matthew Liberatore, who's rookie, been struggling, only a handful of starts so far. And Mitch White almost threw a no no the other day. Uh, Wednesday we have Gonsolin, who is eleven and an O and has a one point six ERA versus Adam Wainwright. Probably the the marquee pitching matchup of the whole series. Uh, next night you have Ian Ander- Tyler Anderson, excuse me, um, versus Dakota Hudson. Another pretty good one. Dakota Hudson started really well, tailed off. And then Friday, it's still TBD for the Dodgers. Maybe we get Kershaw, but Cardinals, it's Andre Pallante, who totally exploded his last start. But other than that, he's been a solid rookie. But again, it's just like these young guys versus the red-hot Dodger hitting. I, I think Dodgers might run away with a bunch of these. Yeah, I, I mean, this team's on fire. You look at it, the Cubs put up five in the first. Doesn't matter. It's tough position to be. I I do I don't think it's a sweep though. I would not go that far, Max. I actually I I've made a mistake here. It's only a three game series. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Friday the Palante game is uh the versus the Reds, but anyway, three game series still not very optimistic. I'm feeling good. Should we make a wager on it? See, I, I feel like I, I got to get some type of uh, odds here because, well, I mean, I, yeah, I got to get some odds, right? Or not. What do you want to do? What do you think? Well, it depends on what this wager would be. But yeah, think? if it's like a monetary bet, like, of course, then you would have to get odds. But I don't know. You're also home. I mean, defend the arch. I'd be willing to throw a jersey bet on the line that the the loser has to wear live when we go video in a couple weeks. I'll do that. Jersey of the loser's choice, winner's cho- loser's winner's choice. Excuse me. When, yeah, winner's choice. Deal. Easy. I'll just do it straight up for the culture. Yeah, this is a culture bet. I mean, content for the fans. Uh, for first time back, Jersey bet. Let's get it. Should be a fun one. Too bad I messed up the uh, four-game series versus three-game series. No worries. Um, James, should we do player watch now? Just keep on cruising along. Let's do it. Easy. Wrap this. Wrap this. The staples were coming around right before All-Star break. Who's scorching hot? As usual, rounding third player watch. One player that's hot, one player that is not so much over the past stretch, 15, seven days. Um, James, I'll throw it to you first. Give me your hot player. This one already been touched on. No brainer, the position that I'm in. It's a guy I like, one of my favorite players in Major League Baseball, regardless. Corey Seager. Scorching, scorching hot. You mentioned AL player of the week. Has four home runs, nine RBIs. He has a 500 batting average and 22 plate appearances. Uh, His slugging percentage max, 1.046. Good for a 1.6 OPS. I mean, just a ridiculous week of hitting for Corey Seager. 
Yeah, he was going to be my pick, um, but I have another guy on deck. I've been going with Juan Soto. Um, he hasn't got a ton of love. He did make the All-Star game, obviously. He's a beast. Last seven days, though, he's got a 500 batting average, 9 for 18 with a 1.5 OPS. Um, he is just hammering the ball right now, which I feel like we've kind of been waiting on all year. He's got two home runs out of those nine um, hits. I mean, I, I could say all the numbers. His on-base percentage is 625 in the last seven days. 62% of the time he goes in there, he's getting on base. He's, you know, I mean, who knows where he's going to be in the next couple of years, in the Yankees, Dodgers, Phillies, anywhere. Who knows? I mean, But right now he's killing it for the Nationals and – he definitely deserves to be on this list. Yeah, Give me your negative player. Negative player. This one's easy for me. A guy who I think is easy to be negative on. But also, I mean, he brought it on. Bad week for Carlos Correa. Did not help me keep my betting streak alive. You know, in his last 20 at-bats, he has a 100 batting average. Just two hits. His OPS was 580. And he's got a 300, like 360, that's slugging. So, you know, the on-base is not great. And Carlos Gray is a big, big piece of that Minnesota team, keeping them on the track and on top of that division. Can't have him falling off. Yeah, Carlos Correa was up there for me. I mean, that was tough with your bet. But Carlos Correa having a pretty tough season. He missed a ton of time with injury and didn't start super great, but he's been pretty solid or at least better uh, post injury, but definitely not the past couple of weeks. I'm going from a team that you like to call your little brother, the San Diego Padres, uh, Jake Cronenworth. He's has not been hitting well recently. Last seven days, he's three for 22 Last 15 days, he's nine for 50, a little better. But last seven days, a 136 average. He's betting 118 in the month of July, including a 240 on base percentage, which is good for a .422 OPS. He's, I mean, he's had a decent season overall. I mean, his hitting numbers have been up there. He's been a solid piece for the Padres for the majority of the year, but has been a tough turn of the month for him in the last seven days in particular, only able to get three hits in his last 22 plate appearances. So I think he's a worthy member of this spot. Which, by the way, I think Jake Cronenworth was my negative player watch like two weeks ago as well. So kind of a repeat offender here. This is just kind of what he does. He has good good numbers on the year. It's just he has these slumps, and of course baseball, you have your slumps, but Interesting. I like the intro there. They are the little brother. Of course. And, I mean, so let's see. You picked, uh, just to recap. Corey Seager. I can never honestly remember. I have Corey Seager. And uh, who is your other one? Carlos Correa. Short stops only. Pretty star-studded group. I had Juan Soto and Jake Cronenworth. Um, <laughs> one but... of these is not like the other. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Juan Soto is going to get a bag, though. I I do like that you brought that up, and I don't know if it's Washington, but he's going to be a great piece for someone. And finally, James, pretty good Sunday Night Baseball last night. 
I thought it was going to go hard one way, and then it went hard the other way. Yankees, Red Sox, I think it lived up to the billing. It definitely did. Again, this was a game we were super excited for. And like you said, it lived up to awesome game. I mean, just that's that's the game that I want televised. If you gave me a game this weekend that televised, that's exactly kind of showing how fun baseball can be. What a tilt. What a tilt at Fenway. And, of course, Fenway on Sunday Night Baseball. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a beautiful atmosphere. Um, I, I think the stars showed up. Stanton hit a monster homer. Uh, Trevor Story hit a huge double. Christian Vasquez had a huge night as well. JD got it going. You had 17 runs total. So, I mean, if you're a fan of scoring, you can't really complain about that. But, I mean, like I said, it seemed like the Yankees were, at least right off the bat, going to kind of run away with it. You got that Stanton homer in the first. They went up uh, 6-3. to three. It was 2-0. And then it went to 4-0-4-2-6-2-6-3. And then Boston ended up tying it and then scoring five unanswered runs, winning 11-6. Pitching wasn't good, but, I mean, the offense was great, and that's kind of what you're hoping for. One thing I want to throw at you, James, though, the umpires, especially in that, that Stanton strikeout, was absolutely ridiculous. It, it, Aaron Boone yelling from the dugout, that's ball six. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous, and you know I'm not an Aaron Boone fan, but in that case, getting tossed and fitting up that fight was the right thing to do. I mean, John Carlos Stanton struck out on three balls. Uh, that it's ter- literally three balls struck out, and that's when you're like, these guys are just clowns. They're jokes, and I hate you should never notice the umpire, especially in a game that good. Yeah, and kind of a big moment too, right? You had Stanton, who's hot already hit a monster shot, like 114 off the bat, 14-degree launch angle, right into right center, I think. And he gets rung up on some terrible inside calls, one bottom, one kind of low, but definitely inside, and then one higher inside for strike three. I mean, what can you do? But overall, I mean, you love seeing runs scored. I love seeing my guy Matt Carpenter rip another bomb. Um but I was rooting for the Red Sox. I was happy the Red Sox were able to pull it out. Yeah, I guess at this point, I didn't really have a rooting interest. But I think in Fenway with that atmosphere, I mean, that's kind of what you want. Go for the home team if you don't have a sway. But what a tilt. I mean, this lived up to the hype. When I was complaining earlier a couple months ago about that uh, Mets-Phillies game, like, imagine this so much better. This is what you want in Sunday Night Baseball. And sure. as you said, I'm not sure that you mentioned this, but incredible day, incredible game. We have appointed Trevor Story, the player of the game. Uh, again, I think if you, you're watching, we were kind of texting throughout, and that's that was the consensus pretty easily. Three RBIs, three runs scored. Yeah, you know, it was tight. I thought Christian Vasquez easily deserved it. Um, he had a homer. He had a double. Uh, he drove in a couple runs. But I just felt like the moment with Trevor Story hitting that double, clearing the bases, scoring three runs, kind of blowing the game open, I, I just think that hit alone had to give it to him. Yeah, that, I mean, that turned the tide. That's, as you said, just door off the hinges. You know, big moment. Trevor Story, and I will say in my prediction – 
I believe I said Trevor Story home run over Green Monster, which did not happen, but still showed up. So I know my guy performs under the lights. Well, James, quick episode here, 31 minutes and counting right now. We're trying to do them shorter now. It was good talking about the All-Star game. Huge three-game series coming up. Cardinals hosting the Dodgers. Player watch. Jersey bet on the line. By the way, Jersey bet on the line. I mean, big moment coming up there. Where do you think you'll go with it when you inevitably win this? Yeah, when I win, I mean, there's a lot of ways I could go. And I'm not sure yet. I'm kind of 50-50. couple things on my mind, uh, but we'll see. I, th- I think I know. Uh, yeah, I might go some type of powder blue Tommy Edmond jersey, but we'll, we'll if, I, if I'm lucky enough to be in that position, I'll give it a good thought. Yeah, I wouldn't think too hard about it. But again, love the wrap up there. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter so you're getting our latest content all the way up. We're pretty excited. Huge things coming after the All-Star break. Excited for the All-Star break and to cover that. And uh, always a pleasure talking baseball, Max. See you guys next week.